I appreciate it. Are you are you heading to Nashville? I am headed to Nashville. I cannot wait. I think it's going to be an eventful media days. I believe that it is. All right, I'm going to ask you the easy question first. Ready? Yes. Who is the starting quarterback for the Auburn Tigers? A pain thorn. Uh, look, Hugh Freeze has a type, Dave Schultz. Uh, and if you notice uh, the type that he's recruiting, the Walker Whites, Peyton Thorne kind of fits in that mold. Uh, most of all, I think that this move, and the reason why I think Peyton Thorne wins the job is leadership. Um, you know, Q Freeze has repeatedly said, you know, since he's been at Auburn, what he expects out of his starting quarterback. I think that in some ways, you know, Robbie Ashford, you know, has some ground to make up in, in that regard. Uh, it's not about talent. This is going to be about leadership for Hugh Freeze and raising that floor from where it was at last year. Auburn passed for just over 2,000 yards total from all the quarterbacks last season. That's not going to get it this year. Peyton uh, Thorne, you know, presumably raises your floor to about 2,800 yards passing. So that would be a significant improvement toward, uh, through the air for Auburn and, you know, Peyton Thorne, like, you know, I got a chance to watch him throw in a private session to some receivers, Dave, and I'm telling you, like, watching him give directions to those guys, he, I mean, he looks like a starting quarterback. I think I think he uh, has a chance to, you know, to, to win the job. I think he will win the job. If he doesn't, I'd feel really, really good about um, about Robbie Ashford because understanding what he's going to have to do to beat Peyton Thorne out. Uh, what are your expectations for this year? Uh, my expectation is a bowl game. Right. Uh, there are a lot of things like Hugh Freeze drew a favorable schedule, Dave, in year one. Yeah. If you ask me, um, it is one of the easier schedules that Auburn has had in the last 10 years. And, you know, we'll see what he can do with it. There's a good chance they could start this, this season 4-0. You know, you got to go out to Cal game two. Uh, you got, you know, and that's sandwiched between two cupcakes that you should win. And then you open up. Um, you know, the SEC play with, you know, one of the only teams in the West that struggled as much as Auburn did last year, which was Texas A&M. So we'll see how, who, if they can outduel uh, Jimbo Fisher and now Texas A&M's new offensive coordinator, Bobby Petrino, and uh, no stranger to the SEC, certainly. Uh, but I, I think it's a good chance that the Tigers start 3-1 and one or 4-0 and oh, uh, to start the season. And then what do you expect for the rest of the season? Well, you know, you got to win two more games, two to three more games after that to make a bowl game. You've got another cupcake in November. You've got Vanderbilt on the schedule. Uh, and then you have to find a way to win one more SEC game to, to make this thing happen. I think you, you're paying Hugh Free $6 million a year. I don't think six wins is, is a is a unreasonable expectation for that price. So if you start three and one because they're not going to be favored against that game in A&M, that's in College Station, Georgia and LSU, although Auburn always gives LSU trouble in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. So, again, we'll say that's a loss. So three and three, Ole Miss at home, though, and Mississippi State at home. Got to win one of those two ball games. Yeah, you definitely got to get one, beat one of the Mississippi schools. Right. The October slate is tough, right? I mean, think yeah. about this. Uh, you've got you know, you've got uh, LSU on the road, and then you've got the Mississippi schools, you know, uh, at home. Uh, Georgia is is on the tail end, almost not quite in October, but the end of September there. Uh, but they come to Jordan Air this year. So September 30th through uh, October 28th, I think, tells the story of what this season is going to be for the Auburn Tigers. Well, they have to. Do they have to win seven ball games? Because isn't Sanford and UMass both? Are they FCS schools or are they group of five schools? Because if they play in UMass and Sanford, they can only use one of those wins towards a bowl game. So they actually have to come up with seven wins to get to a bowl game. Is that right? Yeah, no, actually, you know what's funny was last year they could have made it with five wins. 
Um, so just depending on how things fall, you know, with teams and, and bowl commitments, right. um, you know, I think six will get them in. I think six overall will get them in. Uh, but ultimately, this is going to be one of those deals where, you know, uh, you know, that's the floor. We're six to floor here, Dave, that we're talking about. I think that's important to remember that, you know, Hugh Freeze is not inheriting a talentless team. I think he found that out this spring. I mean, listen to what he said after spring practice. He was like, man, Damari Austin is a ball player, right? And I think we overlooked him. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, I think there's some other players on this team that he's overlooked. I think he's got more talent in here. He's focusing a lot on quarterback because he understands it's hard to win in today's SEC without dynamic quarterback play. So you bring in Peyton Thorne to create some parity and have some competition in your quarterback room. And, you know, you got, you know no matter who wins that job from a quarterback standpoint, uh, you got to go out and you have to get, you know, like I said, six is the floor. Um, I think if the ball bounces their way and they figure some things out early, seven to eight is not totally off the table or out of the question. Well, and we're talking with Mike Gittens from the War Report, talking Auburn Tigers football. You do have, as difficult as uh, October is, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, New Mexico State to begin November. And then, as we both know, it you know it, it's it's not throw out the records per se, but when Auburn and Alabama play in uh, Jordan Hare, odd things happen, weird things happen. So it doesn't matter what the record is. If this is in Alabama, then it's a different story. But it's in Jordan Hare. Who knows what happens then? And I'm one of these guys, probably an idiot. I just don't happen to think, and obviously it's the end of the year, so who knows what it'll be then. But Alabama is not going to be quite as good as they have been in the recent past. Yeah, listen, for the first time in a long time, the Tide is going into fall camp without a definitive starter. Right. First time, I mean, and who knows how long, man. They've had a great run at quarterback, all, going all the way back to Blake Sims, you know, Jacob Coker, uh, Jalen Hurts after that, Tua, you know, uh, uh, Mac Jones, Bryce Young, you know, and four of those guys are starting on NFL teams, man. So, uh, they've had a really good run at quarterback. Uh, but to your point, because this game is on the plains, you know, throughout the record books, and Hugh Freeze is on a short list. I don't know if they got decoder rings or jackets, but listen, man, he is on a short list of people who owns two wins versus Nick Saban. Two of them. Right. He did twice right. in a row. Um, and I don't think that uh, that can be – I don't think that can be understated. Like, uh, it's going to be an important point here, you know, because when you don't have the talent – you got to out-coach Nick Saban. That's what you have to do. And, you know, a hot take here, I don't think that Nick Saban is the best on-the-field coach, hmm. but he has recruited so well he can right. afford not to be. Right. You know, he, that's yeah. the thing. He's recruited well. He, doesn't, he, can't afford not, he can afford not to be. He does, yeah. He does not necessarily make all of the correct adjustments if things are not going well. And, you know, for all intents and purposes, the second and 26 was a little bit lucky um, as well, if you want to look at it that way. Talking to Mike Gittens. Yep. Uh, with the war report. All right, who's rushing the passer for the Auburn Tigers this year? Uh, I think, man, look out for Elijah McAllister. Uh, in Ron Roberts' defense, the jack position is going to be super important. So if people don't know what that is, it's kind of like an edge, like hybrid linebacker, defensive end type position that they have, you know, in this defense. Uh, so the jack, they've recruited well at the jack. They went out and they got Jalen McLeod as well, too. Uh, so I would watch out for him. I think he was a really good pickup for them. Uh, but Elijah McAllister, Jalen McLeod, I think that combination at Jack is what you're going to see rushing the passer to re- replace uh, F. Leota and and, and uh, our guy Derek Hall, who's gone on to the NFL. He is uh, Mike Gittens. What about wide receivers? That's also been an issue here for the Tigers the last couple of years. 
Yeah, I love this question, Dave. Listen, again, hot take. I don't think that the receivers have been as bad as they have uh, been painted out to be. I think there's been a lot of dysfunction in the passing game in general at quarterback. Uh, you know, and with Peyton Thorne coming in and raising the floor in terms of accuracy in that, you'd be surprised how much better the wide receiver looks. Uh, the wide receivers look. I'm going to give you a name to watch out for this this fall. His name is Jay Thayer. This kid was a freshman last year. Uh, he is your ideal student athlete. He, he blew out every single weight room goal they've given him. Um, and, you know, uh, coming in, Peyton Thorne saw – some tape of the spring. He saw some tape of the spring and he called Jay and he said, Jay, like, you know, you, uh, you were open a lot. They didn't throw you the ball. So those guys got together to get on the same page. You know, the quarterback coming in already believes in him. I've been, I've been a Jay fair fan since he stepped on the planes. I think watch out for Jay fair. And then, you know, Camden Brown is poised to have, you know, uh, a breakout season as well, too. You got to be able to get these guys the ball of all the positions on the field. Dave, wide receiver is one of those positions where you control your destiny the least because you can't throw yourself the ball. You can go out and run the perfect route. You can, you know, shake your guy. You can be wide open down the field and the quarterback can just not see you. So, you know, if they're delivering the ball at a high level, I think you see these wide receivers make a lot more plays. They also brought in Shane Hooks and Jair Shorter, right? So Shorter is the kid uh, uh, from from Texas that came in, and and Hooks is the, the guy that came from Jacksonville. You're, you're going to – one of these guys has a chance to start and be a star in this offense as well, too. So we'll see who's going to help out, you know, Robbie Ashford and Peyton Thorne this fall. He is Mike Gittins from the War Report. All right, so it is a soft schedule to begin with. What are you going to be looking for in the first three ball games to figure out if they have to what it takes to, you know, compete in the SEC? We'll worry about winning a little bit later. Well, uh, I'll give you two things here. Number one, the defense should be solid. Uh, Auburn will have one of the best, most experienced defensive backfields in the country coming into this season. Uh, but linebacker was an absolute liability last year. So I'm going to be watching linebacker. And, you know, we talked about, you know, rushing the passer, the pass rush. Uh, you know, despite how good Derek Hall and Ekulielda were, they did not do a good job overall getting pressure on the passer. So you're going to watch out for that on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, I think it's clear. This team is going to be focused, hyper-focused on the offensive line and how they do in pass protection. Uh, uh, hear me out, Dave. Last year, as much maligned as that offensive line was, Auburn ran for 300 yards on Alabama in the Iron Bowl. That is the first team to do that in the Nick Saban era. Nobody has run for 300 yards in a game on a Nick Saban coach team since he's been at Alabama. So uh, this is a rebuilt offensive line. I think that you see Hugh Freeze focus a little bit more on the run. Listen, he hasn't coached Jarquez Hunter a single game, and he's already saying that he's the best back he's ever coached. Right? I don't think that he's worked with the level of talent that he's going to be working with overall at Auburn. So – Watch out for the run game because if they can establish the run, I think that they're going to want to run the ball. Uh, it's going to make open the doors for the passing game to thrive, and it's going to make it a little bit easier once those linebackers and DBs start to creep up. And Hugh Freeze has, on average, he has produced an 800-yard an receiver every season. And, and that may not sound like a lot, but that would, those numbers are prolific at Auburn. That's how, that's how little the passing game has accomplished over the years. So, you know, being able to produce an 800-yard receiver or close to a 1,000-yard receiver, I mean, there's only been like two, I think, since 99, uh, would, be, would be great for Hugh Freeze and company.
All right, so as great as that 318 yards is on the ground versus Alabama, how many yards passing did they have in that game? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, well, I can tell you. That uh, was more rhetorical because I'm looking at it. So. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they, had a total, they had a total uh, of 77. Robbie Ashford was 11 out of 23 for 77 yards. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, and the final score was 49-27. So, like uh, a lot of empty calories, a lot of empty yards uh, in that one. It kind of got away. It was a close game for a bit, but I mean, it's 35-14 uh, at half. Uh, he's Mike Gittins. What's coming up on the word part? Tell people how they can hear about uh, the Auburn Tigers. They're coming to Baton Rouge in the middle of October. Uh, this is us on YouTube, and uh, we've got a lot of great content coming this fall. Uh, you definitely want to follow us for media days. We will be there all weekday covering all things SEC uh, this media days. Hugh Freeze goes on Tuesday this year. Harson went on Thursday last year, so they put Hugh Freeze a little earlier in the week. Uh, we'll be there asking him questions, holding his feet to the fire all week, man. So uh, check us out. Subscribe on YouTube. Become a patron. Who's going with you? Uh, it's going to be myself and Ike there all Got week, it. man. So it was us. We're the ones to do traveling. Got it. He is Mike Gittins. Mike G on the War Report. Thank you so much. We'll talk with you again soon. We'll see you in Nashville. All right. Thanks, Dave. All right. Auburn is one of those teams I don't, I'm not sure yet. Look, I, I'm not going to tell you I've seen a whole lot of Peyton Thorne, Michigan State, but some of those games are tough. That guy believes in Auburn a lot. He's a homer. Yeah, no, he's an he's <laughs> I was a, sitting here like, He's Oof. a big-time homer, and that's fine. No, that's for sure, fine. yeah. All right. You got to have that um, when you cover. Like, there's LSU homers that we're going to talk to sure. that are going to push that. But, like, right. I'm right. just sitting here like, I don't know if Auburn's going to be that good. Well, like, you can get six wins. Yeah, for sure. All right, I can get six wins, right? Mm-hmm. You know, again, what what is it? Off the top of my head. You know, Samford, UMass, and Cal. Mm-hmm. All right? You lose to Cal to begin the season, that's bad. So now you're beating UMass, Sanford, and Cal. That's three wins. You beat one of the Mississippi Mississippi schools at home. That's four. Then you got Vanderbilt on the road and New Mexico State. There's your six. But anything after that, it's like... Well, now you're talking about, you know, are you going to Arkansas and beating Arkansas? Mm -hmm. Right? You got Alabama at the end of the year. That's coming to Auburn, right? Uh, you, You know, they do give LSU fits, right? Nick's is... Nix is giving LSU. He gave Nick's gave LSU fits not once but twice. Mm. He's not there anymore. I get it, but you know he he almost beat him. That was the toughest game that LSU played in nineteen was against Auburn. Mm-hmm. And then he you know they couldn't get him down two years later. He beat him in uh, in Tiger Stadium. Um, so Auburn always gives LSU fits uh, in Baton Rouge or anywhere else for that fact of the matter. And and you got George in there as well. I mean, it's just going to be tough. We'll see. We'll see where that A&M team is. That'd be a nice win. All right? I'm absolutely rooting for Auburn in that one. Frank's been balling. Is he doing well? Yeah, they said he's doing doing well. Like, he's doing well, and he's the reason why the Pelicans got the game tied right now. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's not only playing for the Pelicans. I mean, the Pelicans, we've been talking with Jake and, and... they don't really and need Ali, Frank Ali Cosell, Yeah, they're like nine or ten deep already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's playing for right. to get a t- team to notice him. If he keeps doing this, he might get signed, man. But now, does he go to the G League? Oof. Or does he go to Europe? He should go to the G League. Should he? Yeah, because if he goes to the G League, he can get a shot again in the pros. I think he can make well, it. Well, first of all, the G League is the pros. You, you know what I mean. How, like the, the major okay. league. Right. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, though, now you're rolling the dice. Because if he goes to Europe or Asia or wherever... He's making a lot of money. Yeah, he's getting paid. Sure, that's true. He could definitely go back to Europe. Yeah. 
What does the G League guys get? Um, let's see. I mean, did they even get 50 grand? Funny you say that. I had a G League uh, operations assistant uh, coach, essentially, on the show uh, Thursday. Oh, yeah. And I forgot to ask him what they made. Oh. <laughs> I forgot you to know, ask him. You, forget, you got the guy, for the guy from the G League. You forgot to ask him what, uh, what they make. You're talking to your Kelsey and Mahomes are personal friends, and he's not coming on the show. <laughs> Let's go. You need to step up the game. You're right. Let's yeah. say, 40,000 average yeah, salary. Yeah. He, he's going to Europe. He's not going to take that. He's not mm -hmm. rolling that dice, I don't think. Let's take a timeout. Unless he gets a two-way contract. No, that would be the one. Maybe. Uh, all right, top of the hour. Larry Broadway talking Major League Draft. Dave Schultz. Lennon Burton, 1033. Let's go. They got a lot of nice girls. Turn to the ESPN 1420 legal authority, Glenn Armentor. We all need to understand that workers' comp exists for two reasons. One, to motivate employers to provide the safest possible workplace. And second, to ensure injured workers can provide for themselves and their families if an employer fails to do so. Workers' comp isn't a free ride. It's a right. It's your right. Free legal guidance from the Glenn Armentor Law Corporation. It's easy. Go to ESPN1420.com and click on the legal authority. When a workplace accident happens, do identify witnesses. Always report the accident in writing and get qualified legal advice regardless of what your boss says. This message has been brought to you by the ESPN 1420 legal authority, Glenn Armentor. For free help with your legal matter, go to ESPN1420.com and click on the legal authority. Announcer is a non-attorney paid spokesperson. Sounds like it's back to school time. And Staples has great prices on everything you need for school. Save on markers and crayons. Save on notebooks and folders. And right now at Staples, save big on tech. With up to $250 off select computers. Staples, where savings for school are always in session. N729, in-store only. See associate for details. There's a right way and a wrong way to fight off mosquitoes. Ooh. Karate chopping the air in a public place in front of your kids and their friends Mom. is the wrong way. Using stem mosquito repellent is the right way. Stem effectively repels mosquitoes by harnessing active ingredients found in plants like lemongrass and peppermint, making it safe for use as directed around people and pets. STEM, rooted in nature, optimized by science, and embarrassment-free. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. Okay, easy now. You're teaching your kid how to parallel park. Ouch! <laughs> Turns out he likes to do it by feel. <laughs> Don't worry, eBay Motors has bumpers, taillights, trunk lids, license plate holders, 122 million parts. Pull up just a little bit. And headlights. <laughs> They've got lots of headlights. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Though Fi can't drive, he still flies down the track. Staying fit helps him fight retinitis pigmentosa, a blinding retinal disease. But he's not fighting alone. For 50 years, the Foundation Fighting Blindness has funded research into treatments and cures for blinding retinal diseases, providing hope to people with vision loss. And for Fi, winning the fight means seeing new ways to push himself. The Foundation Fighting Blindness. Together, we're winning. 
Help us end blinding diseases at fightingblindness.org. Pardon us while we butt in with a little common sense. But- 103.3 The GOAT, the greatest sports talk of all time. Schultz, Lynn Burton, the Fired Up Friday Afternoon Sports Chat, 103.3 The Goat. We have time to take some phone calls, 269-1077, 269-1077. It heated up again today, didn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Can I tell you, since I've been back, which mm-hmm. would be, I mean, I came back Tuesday, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. it has not been that hot to run. This morning, oh, okay. I wouldn't say it was cool, but this morning, cloud cover and everything. I will say, when I walk my dog in the afternoons, it's been a little cooler. It has, I'm not going to lie. When do you? Oh, okay. I, I got, know. Yeah. I don't do the morning. I do when the sun goes down. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, all right. No. All right. Well, that's late. Yeah, that's late. Uh, all right. Who's on the phone? It looks like Smoke learned not to call right before the there break. There you go. <laughs> call right at the break, and then we get to talk, and it can probably come up with some good put downs uh, for Lyndon. All right. What what happened last night, Smoke? Did you lose again? No, we didn't play last night. Oh. No, we didn't play. We didn't play. Oh man, we were long with no. He got lucky. But check it. I was going to call in and talk about this guy that's a Tom Brady fan now, supporter, but I'm going to say that for next week. I know you're listening. But this one, I, I just called. You know, I have a good idea for people not to call in for when you're going on break. They should have like a 24 7 shot clock. And we can hear it. Beep, beep. Right, right. We can do it. Well, the music plays. We play 60 seconds of music. True. I, I, I thought y'all was just with German. I know that's what, that's what yeah. that was, bro. Okay. But I really called just all I wanted to say. Uh-oh. You see, in wrestling, in wrestling, they have this thing that says, thank you, Trish. Lynn can explain that to you when I hang up. <laughs> so all I want to say today, thank you, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> have a good weekend. Dude's a clown, man. This is a clown. Is this an inside joke that yeah. I'm not aware of? <laughs> yeah, well, no, you you, you are aware of. It. Okay, <laughs> all right, you are. All right, <laughs> uh, all right. I'm a. Don't worry, I'm a beat smoke this weekend for all of y'all out there. Don't you worry. And he didn't want to say it, but the reason why we didn't play last night was because of him. He was running. He was running what? He was running from me. Oh, he was running from you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Facts. Uh, still had not heard from the um, 17-year-old nephew. I don't think he wants to play. No, I don't think so Because today, when, you, when I walked in, he's like, is that your producer? And he was like, I got to go. I don't think he wants to play. I don't think he wants I, to I, play. I told him to call, all, call on the show. You did. You did. He was like, mm, not feeling that. Because like, he called me at 2.58. He's like, I just woke up. I mean, you just woke up from last night? He's like, this is... Not two. That's two fifty-eight Central Time. That's, that's three four o'clock yeah. Eastern Time. What time did you go to bed? Do that a good night, right? Uh, and so he's well. You don't want the story. I'm like, I got to do my show. You can call the show and tell us. You just want me to call the show. Well, yes, that'd be fun. <laughs> All right, two six nine one zero seven seven two six nine one zero seven seven. You got an update on the ball game? Oh yes, I do. The score is. Oh, we're in commercial. Hold on. All right, I'll get it for you when we get back. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'll get it for you when we get back. Let me see. I can get on the internet. So, again, Auburn is just one of those teams, like, they could be anywhere from 
five to eight wins. And I, it's, and again, six wins ain't getting to a bowl game. Oh, it's halftime, 56-47. They, they took Dyson out. They got a run. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, again, they got, they got to come up with seven wins if they beat, Samson, if they beat uh, Samford and UMass. That's got to be seven wins. So now you're looking, you know... If you be now, you got to be both of the Mississippi's, because now that's five six, Arkansas, or not Ar- Vanderbilt is six, and New Mexico State is seven. I think they could beat New Mexico State, Vanderbilt, those teams. Well, that's it though. Yeah, true. I so we tra- got them all. We got them. Well, no. If I got them for seven wins, and they beat both Mississippi Mississippi schools, now that's three wins in the SEC. Oh, you haven't beaten Ole Miss and Mississippi State? That gives them seven wins. Yeah, that's that's the wins they're gonna have right. to get. True. Yeah. I talked to my friend who uh used to cover Bama. He was like, Look, who's man, that? Uh he my friend Schubert, he covered uh at iHeart Media for for uh, Bama. He had a okay. podcast called the Bama Bandwagon. He was like, Look, I'm telling you, it might be LSU's year this year. He's with you. He doesn't like what Bama has. He's like, I don't know if they got it this year. The only thing worse than that is gonna be if AM's any good. Oh, if, if, if A&M's the leader of the, the yeah, SEC? Yeah. Oh, you're not going to like that at all. No, I'm not. <laughs> but it'll be good for us if LSU's good because then it's like... No, I don't have a problem with that. I'll be rooting for LSU. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be really good for us. Imagine if that happens going from women's basketball to baseball to the next season. Football good again? Let me ask you a question because me and Blaze are talking about this. Is LSU the premier school in college right now across the board? When you think of athletics? I mean, certainly they're up there. They have to be. Right? Yeah, I mean, they, they have to be. There's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you have women's basketball, baseball, softball. They're no slouches. They made a, a regional. They're top 10. Yeah. Um, basketball's the only thing that they're not good at. Right. Legit men's basketball, at least. I mean, think of the other schools, right? Mm-hmm. Alabama, well... I mean, Alabama was number one in basketball last year. They were. Right? They, they made were. a nice little run in baseball yeah. this season. Right? They didn't win it. But so Alabama have won anything this year. Mm-hmm. But they're up there, too. They and have softball's to good. Right? So they're good. Right? Where's Florida? Yeah. Football not so great. Baseball bat, good. Bat, bat, baseball good. Softball good. Mm-hmm. Then you got to think out, out west. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the... the, the yeah, but uh, you can make an argument that LSU's on, on top mm-hmm. of everybody right now. Yep. That's what me and Blaze were talking about the other day. Because Ohio State's no good in basketball. Nope. They're not good Michigan in anything. Michigan underachieved this past year in basketball, right? Clemson is always average in basketball. The women's sports aren't doing anything really crazy. So one year, was it 2016? Syracuse men's and women's. Oh, we're final, good. We're in the Final Four. Ooh. Both of them made the Final Four. Neither one of them won the game in the Final Four. Well, 2016 might have been y'all's year. No, they, I think Syracuse lost in the championship. Okay. The women's team lost in the championship. They would have lost to, I say South Carolina, but it may be in the other one. UConn? They may have lost to UConn. Oh, but the football team was 4-8. and eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, 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 I mean, you had the men's and women's, women's team yeah. in the Final Four at the True. same year. That might be that might have That's been y'all's best year. Well, did they, is that when they, did they lose to UConn? Let's see, 2016. I think they lost to UConn. Syracuse women's basketball. In fact, it may have been the girl from Syracuse, Brianna Stewart. Could have been uh, on that team. That beat them? Yeah. 
Let's see. Brandon Stewart's from Syracuse. Yeah. Oh, they won. Okay, so. Were they there? Yeah, they lost to Connecticut. You're right. They lost to UConn Mm -hmm. in the championship. Yep. Yeah, in the championship, not the semifinals. Oh, no, no, no. They lost to UConn in the second round of the NCAA Women's Tournament in 2016-2017? No. Oh, you're saying 2015-2016? Final Four. Oh, okay. So that's 2015-2016. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Because I think they were both in the Final Four at the same year. Syracuse would have lost to Carolina. That was the Villanova one championship. That was in Houston. Okay, I think you're... Yeah, you're right. They lost. Man, talk about heartbreaker. Lose in, in the 2016 Final Four to Connecticut in the championship game right. and then lose to them the following year in the second round. Yeah. UConn's good. Yeah, they you know, are. And that's a great run for sports. And that was when Gino Ariema was king of yeah. college ba- of yeah. women's college basketball. Yeah. Not so much yeah. now. No. Well, his player got hurt. Yeah, Beckers. Hurt. Yeah. yeah, player got hurt. All right, let's take a timeout. Do you know what, song, what movie this song's from? I don't. Thor Ragnarok. What? <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lynn Burton, 103 to go. John of John Wayne's Body and Paint. We've talked a lot about Nano Ceramic Protect over the past few years, but there's something even more impressive brewing in Scott. It's Nano of Acadiana. Tell me about that. My same team, same people, uh, same procedures, exceptional service is all led by Mr. Joe Oquin. And Joe, as impressive as Nano Ceramic Protect products are, the people are even more impressive. Yes, sir. Uh... Me and John Wayne had a bunch of late-night conversations, and many a times I wanted to uh, tell him that I wanted to be a part of that family. If you're looking to do business with a company that values faith and family and customer service above profit, then you'll want to know Nano of Acadiana and Nano Joe O'Quinn. Would you give him a call? 445-3660. Or you can visit them at 102 Speed Pro Lane in Scott. You can even check them out on Facebook at Nano of Acadiana. Faith, family, customer service, and satisfaction. It's a part of every job they do at Nano of Acadiana. Martini's 2023 Lafayette's Absolute Best Martini Competition and Teeny Tour to benefit Healing House Hope for Grieving Children is in full swing. This year, enjoy signature martinis at eight local restaurants through August 15th. Enjoy a different restaurant's martini for $2 with the purchase of an entree on their featured Teeny Tuesday. Participating restaurants include Bontag Grill, Bonefish Grill, Fizo's Mercy Kitchen, Chops Mid-City Smokehouse, Tsunami, Vestal, and Walk-Ons. Purchase some martinis a la maison package and receive two hand-painted martini glasses, a signed print by this year's glass artist, Candace Greer, and access to exciting online silent auction items. Visit healing-house.org for more information. Join us this Tuesday at Fizo's to try their absolute Southern charm martini. Martinis 2023, presented by Town Square Media, Moss Motors, Bourbon Royalty Candle Company, Advanced Piping, Linear Controls, Leading Home Care, and Delone Funeral Home. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year, which means... Wait, 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 hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Go ahead. Did I read that right? Discover automatically doubles all your cash back? Yeah, that's what the script says. So if I get a Discover card right now, I can earn twice the cash back. Apparently. Wait! 
Unlimited first-year cash back match, only from Discover. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match. DQ presents... Picture this. You're getting together with all your best friends. Now picture all your best friends are actually the delicious ingredients of the new cake batter cookie dough blizzard. That's DQ soft serve, cake batter flavor, confetti cookie dough pieces, and DQ signature sprinkles. Oh, hey, it sounds like you got some pretty sweet friends. And that's worth queuing the confetti. Cookie dough! <laughs> the flavor party isn't going to last forever, so hurry in and get your cake batter fixed today. Only a DQ. Happy tastes good. Thirsty for intelligent sports talk? Sounds like you need a little goat array. 1033 The Goat. The greatest sports talk of all time. Faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained. And rode us all the way into New Orleans. I All right, Dave Schultz, Lyndon Burton on a fired up Friday afternoon sports chat. 103.3 The Goat. Victor Wembanyama era starts today again. What LeBron James did, I mean, I think he exceeded expectations. Oh, well, think, think about what LeBron James did. It's in an argument that he's the best player of all time. Yep. Whether you think he is or not, it is. It's right there. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. Although I'm Kobe. one of those guys, I'm one of those guys who thinks that people just poo-poo Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He just he just gets they left out do. of. He just gets left out of it. But do you uh, see? Okay, and not to go there, but it's the truth. I think they do it because of his his uh, political stuff. I think that's why why it happened. No. And and people didn't like him in the seventies. Well, that could be it. Mm-hmm. That could be it, but that has nothing to do with today. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. I just, I just think if today's generation doesn't remember, doesn't know what he did. Yeah, but everybody, uh, right? But everyone, I was who's the best player: Jordan, LeBron, mm-hmm. Magic, Bird. Um, and they, they don't uh, really even say Magic and Bird, really. No, who? Um, Kobe. No, not Kobe. Who was the original uh, triple double? Um, oh, Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson. You know, <laughs> who do you? T- <laughs> We get, we get what? I'm just laughing. I feel like your group of friends is saying Oscar. I haven't heard Oscar Robinson mentioned in years, like ever. Well, okay, but I mean, before Westbrook did it, he oh, true, averaged true, triple true. double. True, true, true. No true. one had averaged a triple double before Oscar. Facts. But I'm just right. telling you, until LeBron James broke the record, nobody included the guy who had the most points oh, in the game. Facts. No, you're <laughs> right. No one includes the 11 time champion, Bill Russell, either. They do. This is. People, every they do. Time, every time I hear it, I hear that you can't include Bill Russell because he played against plumbers. J.J. Reddick said it. One <laughs> dude said that. <laughs> Multiple. In, the internet says that. Multiple people say that. So what? I'm just what saying. does that have to do with anything? I'm just saying. What? I, just giving a counter. Just giving so a when, counter. when did the plumbers start pl- stop playing? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Can you tell me that? <laughs> no, I can't. Because <laughs> the guys today would run around guys who played 20 years ago. Oh, and the guys yeah. who played 20 years ago would run around the guys who played 20 years before that. True. true, true so, true, true, I mean, true. stop. True. With the, you know, everybody, by the way, everybody throws 100 miles per hour these days in baseball. So all those guys who played back then couldn't hit. Come on. 
I, I, don't, no. I don't buy that. That's a, you know, that's they're played in the era that they were in. No, for if sure. If they needed to be in better shape, they would have been better shape back then. Yeah, I don't. I, that's a st- stupid argument. No, I look. I don't look. I don't subscribe to it. I'm just saying right. what what I see on these on these internets. Oh, and by the way, guys like Will Chamberlain mm-hmm. and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar changed the rules. Facts. No dunking because no, of right. Kareem. Because he was too good. Three seconds because of Will Chamberlain. They changed the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. I can't argue with that. Yeah. So, uh, And so I think the point was that LeBron came up. He was this huge prospect. I mean, do we think what do we, right now? Do you think Victor Wembanyama is going to be considered one of the all-time greats? No, no, and, and that's no but disrespect people, to him. But people are saying he'd be a better pro, he was a better prospect than LeBron James. And I don't understand how you can say I that. I don't agree with that. Like, I don't agree with that. I saw LeBron. The fact that I went in high school, or I might have been in middle school, whichever one I was in, playing basketball, I went to a theater with my basketball team and watched LeBron James more than a game. The documentary they made about him when he was still in high school wow. about his high school team before the draft, they're not doing they're not doing that with Victor. They're not they're not having ESPN specials where you could watch um uh, St. Mary St. Vincent versus Oak Hill. Well, like well, that was a spectacle. I understand that. It's a little bit easier True, for ESPN America. to do it in Akron versus going all the way to, to France. France. No, that's all right. fair. So, I mean, they did fly Windhorse out there for 30 seconds. And they did uh, broadcast the Scoot Henderson-Victor uh, game, oh. the, the G League Ignite versus Victor's team. So I'll give them that. So. But LeBron, to they were calling him king and saying, uh, you, you're going to be the best ever. And for him to get to being one of the best ever, <coughs> that's insane. For him to enter in that conversation is insane. Yeah. So he has exceeded all expectations. Mm-hmm. All right. He is better than Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Okay. Sure. And I'm a Kobe guy, but he is. Right. Yeah, he ended up being better than Kobe. So uh, it'll be interesting to see where we are with Victor. I think there's too much pressure on him. Again, I'm still waiting to see somebody like a Chet Holgrim, Holgrim or uh, Victor Wembanyama, that kind of skinny frame, succeed succeed long-term in the NBA. For media people to say that, oh, he's, uh, and this, this was Chris Broussard's take, but for him to say, like, oh, he has to be, if he's not better than Elijah Wan, Durant, and he said one other person. Then it's a failure. It's like, Elijah Wan? That guy was one of the greats. A great. failure? <laughs> Think about what kind of pressure we're putting him on. Exactly. On one of the all-time greats. If he's not better than Elijah Wan, or he's Durant, a failure? Like, those two are top 10 players of all time. Top 15. Probably 15. Yeah, Durant's probably in the in the 15. Yeah, Elijah Wan yeah. could be in the, in be the careful 10. Careful, he's going to call up and debate that. Look, I, I'm team Durant. I'm, I'm, I support Durant. I got a little in inside of the boardroom. I got some people there. Right. I'm team Durant. So, okay. you know, I don't, I don't, I don't poo poo on KD. Top 10, okay. my guy. I'm, I'm with did, you. He did respond kind of had a nice little back and forth on Twitter. With who? Someone was talking about, they've been talking about this Dame thing. Right? Oh, okay. And it basically went back and forth about, you know, the fans don't come into this at all. Right, this whole Dame thing. He signed the contract. This, he's not getting out of a nine-year or like a five, six-year contract type of deal, or something like these NFL contracts or NHL contracts, or you know that or Major League Baseball contracts that last forever. He signed a four-year contract two years ago, and he's trying to get out of it, and he can only go to one team. Mm-hmm. You think he'd sit? Maybe. 
That $90 million, he's going to sit on the table? He might. He's going right. to leave $90 million behind? <laughs> somewhere along the way, and I don't know I, I don't know where it's going to be, but somewhere along the way, one of these billionaire owners is going to tell one of the players, you don't want to play, you can sit. Well, I'll be a free agent in two years. Sit. We'll move on. All right. Well, you didn't get anything for him. All right. Well, we didn't get anything for him, but he didn't get $90 million. Yeah, At the end of the day, I got money. my money, and he didn't get his because he screwed, as far as I'm concerned, the organization. He didn't tell, you know, he goes out and requests a trade to Miami after the draft, after they signed Jeremy Grant, after they did all that stuff. And so KD went back and forth and saying, he's like, I'm sorry to say it. But the fans don't come into this at all. The fans like basketball. The fans will be there again. Oh, yeah. yeah so. Why would why would fans think that they matter in these players' decisions? Like, it's about money. It's about winning championships. Well, it's not about the players' decision. It's, is Portland, is, it, is Portland going to send them to Miami and get as little back as possible? Or do they send them to Brooklyn or New Orleans who can give them a lot more? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, no. The the owners definitely don't consider the fans in any of this. Right. Like any right. of this. Like they may consider the fans. Actually, no, I don't think they do. No. No, no, no. yeah. No, it was a nice little back and forth. It was, you know, and he just I I don't think there was a whole KD thing in there. I think he just came into the conversation and it was kind of like, is is he going after the guy? And they're having a back and forth. And I thought it was. I thought it was pretty neat. That oh, Drew Timmy is not going back to college. He's playing uh, Minnesota Bucks summer league. He's he's on the t- floor right now, trying okay. to make the Bucks team. All right, Let's go for Drew Timmy. Well, again, not trying to make the Bucks team. We're trying to make any team. He's trying to yeah, make the NBA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I mean. It is a week. It's all of a week. But that is the first team he could make. The team he's on. Right. Yeah. I guess technically. Mm-hmm. Right. How many games do they play? Um, this is like shorter than the in in game in season tournament. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Play like four games, right? It's all like two weeks. Yeah, it is. They used to didn't they used to do a summer league tournament? I, did they cut that out? Well, I mean, we had Vegas, we had Orlando, mm-hmm. something like that. They don't play very many games. So the Pelicans summer league this year plays one, two, three, four, and then game five is TBD. Because I'm guessing that starts the tournament, yeah, yeah, something like that. So maybe they maybe they play six or seven. Uh, so I mean, so so we'll see with all of this. It'll be very interesting to to see how this all. You know, we're plays watching out. tonight to oh, see Victor. Victor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right, and I'm not going to go crazy one way or the other. Oh no, me, you can't overreact. I can't overreact. Right, one game. They've been practicing for a week. Because, for right. example, Lonzo Ball with Summer League was, like, an MVP of Summer League and, like, did not turn out to be right. what he was in, in the Summer League. Correct. Although I do feel bad for him with that. Nah, that, that's awful. Yeah. Jeez. And the Bulls went signed point guards because they know they pretty much know it's over. Yeah. 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 Yikes. Not cool. Not cool. All right. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll take more phone calls. When we come back from commercial, <laughs> 269-1077. 269-1077. Top of the hour, Larry Broadway from the Pittsburgh Pirates hops on. Talking Major League Draft. 103.3 to go. Head out on the highway. What if you could help turn back the clock and help your dog play like a puppy again, no matter their age? 
Introducing Dr. Marty Pet's Nature's Blend, a premium freeze-dried raw dog food called the Miracle Worker by Forbes magazine. Dr. Marty is now helping dog parents right at home. I've helped countless dogs thrive with one simple concept. Your dog needs a high meat diet similar to what their ancestors ate in the wild. Nature's Blend is designed to support your dog's healthy lifespan with turkey, beef, salmon, duck, seeds, veggies, and fruit, and with zero artificial preservatives. When given the choice between Nature's Blend and Amazon's number one bestseller in dry dog food, 29 out of 30 dogs chose Nature's Blend first. For a limited time, save up to 54% off Nature's Blend and get free premium dog treats. Go to drmartypets.com slash deal or text deal to 511-511. Text deal to 511-511. I'm so confident your dog will love it. Your order is backed with a 90-day guarantee. Study available upon request. Message and data rates may apply. Glenn Latchley of Eagle Pest Control explains there are things you can do right now to help prevent termites in your house. The shrubbery and everything against the home, you want to keep it back a foot to two feet. Yeah, pull the shrubs back. And what about the difference between rocks or mulch next to your slab? They tend less to tube up on the rocks than the mulch. Sounds like rocks are a better idea. Get helpful tips like this and important termite protection when you call a professional like Eagle Pest Control. Eagle Pest Control and Chemical, where employees make the difference. Why not do business with a long-standing local and reputable team? Can't think of a reason? Well, then give them a call. The professionals at Eagle Pest Control have over 30 years of experience and a solution for ridding your property of any four, six, or eight-legged uninvited guest. From ants to termites, bed bugs to rodents, Eagle Pest Control can handle them all. Give them a call or schedule your free inspection online at eaglepestandchemical.com. And we're live here outside the Perez family home just waiting for the... And there they go. Almost on time this morning. Mom is coming out the front door strong with a double-arm kid carry. Looks like Dad has the bags. Daughter is bringing up the rear. Oh, but the diaper bag wasn't closed. Diapers and toys are everywhere. Ooh, but Mom has just nailed the perfect car seat buckle for the toddler. And now the eldest daughter, who looks to be about 9 or 10, has secured herself in the booster seat. Dad zips the bag closed, and they're off. Ah, but looks like Mom doesn't realize her coffee cup is still on the roof of the car. And there it goes. Oh, that's a shame. That mug was a fam favorite. Don't sweat the small stuff. Just nail the big stuff. Like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Learn more at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Don't let someone get your goat. There's plenty to go around for everyone. 1033 The Goat, the greatest sports talk of all time. My former station mobile, go to blog. Five big questions facing the Crimson Tide as the season draws closer. Number one, I saw I replied. Mm -hmm. Number one, starting quarterback. (laughs) Number two, starting quarterback. Yeah. Number three, starting starting quarterback. quarterback. Number four, starting quarterback. And number five, starting quarterback. There was a a piece put out. No, I can't remember. I'll, I'll think about it. Um, I think he's with on three now. Used to be SI, not Ross Dellinger, although we don't know where he's going. 
uh, talking about if Texas doesn't win the Big 12 this year, that's a problem moving forward for, in the SEC. Although that's not really fair because they're going to be, the quarterback's going to turn over. I don't know if it's going to be Arch Manning or whomever. But we presume Quinn Ewers will go pro following this season. But again, I'm one of those big believers. I've been saying it for a long time. Said it last year before the season started. Texas is going to go in there and beat Alabama mm. into Tuscaloosa. Yeah, you have been. You've been saying that since I met you. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a case. We'll see. Both teams, I believe, have cupcakes the week before. Uh, Quinn Ewers did really well last year before he got before he got hurt against Alabama in that ball game. I think they would have won that ball game. I probably was upset because I probably had. I mean, talk about talking smack. I was like, this game's not going to be close. This game's going to be 28, you know. This is going to be easily going to be, you know, like 55 to 7, right? You had, like, freshman offensive linemen going up against Will Anderson and company. It was got, you know, it's going to be brutal. And Will Anderson made, like, one play the whole game. He did nothing in that game. Bryce Young had to bail him out again. Yeah. Bryce Young, you know, the magician bailed him out again. Uh, so, and then this is the story. This is what's going to be, right? The game has passed. Passing Saban by. by mm-hmm. Right? Which it hasn't. No. Right? He's had, by the way, uh, I didn't get a chance to reply to Gittins, right? When was the last time you didn't have a surefire quarterback heading into the heading into the fall? Well, Jalen Hurts. Mm. Jalen Hurts wasn't, Jalen Hurts didn't even start uh, in, his, in his first game. Didn't take very long to get in there, but, you know, a couple series in, he was in. But still, we're going from Jalen Hurts to Tua to Mac to Mac to Bryce to now to Jalen Milrow, right? I mean, we saw, you know, a lot when they did lose and Tua got hurt. We saw Mac Jones that year, right? I know he threw a bad interception against Auburn, but the other interception was, you know, off of Najee Harris's back. Instead of going to the ground, it popped up in the air. And return for a touchdown. They still almost won that football game. Yep. Uh, they drew them off sides, right? Is that is that when they did that? They they drew them off sides, so they didn't have to. Um, they didn't have to kick the ball. Yeah. They pretended like they were going to punt and then didn't and lined up and I think Alabama jumped. It was only a two point game at that point. I think the final score. Let's see if the final score was forty six forty four. I don't know why I have that in my head, but I think that's what it was. And I just don't think that the guys who are, who are replacing these all-time greats and Bryce Young and Will Anderson, among others, right? And you got Jameer Gibbs and all those wide receivers who were there are just not quite on that level just yet. Maybe they are. But when we saw Mac Jones do it, right, we saw Mac Jones come out and I think it was Jerry Judy. He hit on a post pattern first play against Michigan. I was all over the Mac Jones love i was the i was the conductor on the mac jones for heisman cause <laughs> this was the covid year i had people coming on my show saying that he was going to be replaced by bryce young by week, week three wow and bryce was like a true freshman yeah bryce was good but there no way he was replacing mac early that year no everybody did everybody no, a so. lot of people thought that bryce wow. young and not a whole lot of people were on that bandwagon and then mac jones has arguably the best statistical season Ever. If Jalen Waddle doesn't get hurt, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. True. But Devontae got all the all the passes. So or most of them anyways. So I don't think Alabama's gonna be quite as good. I'm not sure I would bet on them losing three ball games. I am gonna bet them to lose two ball games. 
You want to see what see if those numbers have changed yet? I bet you they have. I haven't been on that yet. Oh, about their win totals. I was on yeah. Fan, yeah, I was on FanDuel this morning for uh, Locked On Sunbelt. Texas State over under four and a half. They're actually heavy favorites to be under four and a half. Let's see what we got here. Sportsbook. See what it was. Ten and a half was the number, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like a minus one forty for a long time, and then one seventy, and then went up. NCA futures. Let's see more NCAA division winners. Heisman passing win totals. This should be at the top here. Let's see here. Twelve SEC regular season wins. Still, oh look at this. They are now minus 184, under 10.5 wins. Take it, man. Take it. It's going to go. That means I got to bet 200. I basically have to bet 200. I have to bet $184 to win 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yikes. That's bad odds. Yeah, that is. You should have took it when we when we talked about it when you first yeah, got here. Yeah, it was like 145. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. may have been even less. I think we it may, was. We may have to go, we may have to go uh, shopping. <laughs> Odd shopping. See what uh, see what DraftKings is. All right, let's see what LSU is. So te- the, the over under for Alabama is ten and a half minus one eighty four for the under. LSU nine and a half, and they're pretty even odds. It's minus one fifteen over nine to get to ten, and then it's nine and a half wins under minus one hundred five. So do. Uh, so who, we're going to say they're going to lose to Alabama in Tuscaloosa? Tough for me to sit here and tell you Texas is going to Texas is going to lose, going to beat Alabama, and then tell you LSU is going to lose to Alabama. I can't really do that. That 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 doesn't make any sense. But it's much later. The difference in in those it's games, much later. It's yeah. much later in the year. That's the only difference, and that maybe LSU will have figured it out uh, by that time. So who do you think the two losses? I mean, they got to beat. If you're going to go over nine and a half, you got to beat Florida State to begin with. True. True, true, right? true, true, true. All right. And then Mississippi State's on the road. That should be a win. Arkansas is at home. Ole Miss is on the road. Missouri's on the road. You got Auburn at home. Army at home. I mean, you do finish up with Alabama, Florida, at Georgia, or Georgia State's at home, and then and, uh, A&M's. Again, how do you play Georgia State and not play the Cajuns? There you go. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's a great example. All right. Back after this, Dave Schultz, Lynn and Burton, we're talking Major League Draft. Larry Broadway played first base for the Harrisburg Senators back in 04. I get that wrong in the introduction, but oh well. Also, the MLB pipeline, just because you're going to do it. We'll talk with Larry Broadway when we come back. He works for the Pirates now on 1033 The Goat. Attention small business owners. Looking for new ways to grow your business that won't break the bank? What if I told you it all starts with just two easy steps? Step one, stop wasting precious time and money on leads that are being shared with your competition. Step two, speak with the experts at Town Square Interactive, delivering digital marketing solutions perfectly tailored to your business. You'll get the people and the platform to get in front of more local customers, all for one affordable monthly rate. The best part, no more sharing leads. Your ideal customer will come directly to you. Ready to get started? Go to townsquarelocal.com to use our free traffic estimator and see how many local customers your business could be reaching right now. See why we've been trusted by more than 100,000 small businesses and start growing yours today. 
Just go to townsquarelocal.com. That's townsquarelocal.com. It's your last chance to shop July 4th savings at Lowe's. Right now, save on select major appliances. And when you buy more, you save more. Get up to an additional $1,000 off select major kitchen appliances. Plus, right now when you buy a Craftsman V20 string trimmer or blower for just $99, you'll get a select bear tool free. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Offers style through 712. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Buy more, save more. Valid on appliances 396 or more. While supplies last. Exclusions apply. See Lowe's.com for details. Hi, this is Nikki Prather, Acadiana Market President for Capital One Bank. Speaking for the entire Capital One team, we're proud to support Town Square Media as the flagship home of the Raging Cajun Sports Network. We applaud the hard work and commitment of the players, coaches, faculty, staff, and of course the fans who contribute to the excitement and tradition of success that is Louisiana Athletics. We wish the teams good luck through the season. It is Capital One's great pleasure to say, Go Raging Cajuns! Capital One Bank NA member FDIC. That's Mike saying good morning. It's the best he can do right now. Yeah, not a cloud in the sky. What Mike could use is a fresh start. And Irish Spring Body Wash. The fresh scent of Irish Spring and those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset Mike needs. Now he's ready to go to work. It's Sunday. Irish Spring. When the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring today. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic Sports in Louisiana. This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the sheep sleeps tonight. It just isn't the same without the lion. Join the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance today. Visit sdzwa.org. 1033 The Goat. Yeah, that's the one. K277 DQ Lafayette, 1420 KPEL Lafayette. If it wasn't for goats, we wouldn't have coffee. Look it up. I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. And the best sports talk in Acadiana. 1033 The Goat. The rumors are true. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Dave Schultz and Sports Chat are back. I'm back, baby! I'm back! One change, though. I'm sorry, that deal's now off the table. What? We live in a different world than we did just 30 seconds ago. Instead of waking you up, he's taking you home from work. Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch? I'd like that. Talking Cajuns, Tigers, Saints, all of it. I am the father. Buckle up, Acadiana. I feel the need. 